Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike Leach, one of one. There ain't too many. There's nobody like that guy passing away at the age of 61. Tim Brando joining us now. We all know. Tim Brando, Fox Sports commentator. And Tim, I'm sure you have some great stories and interactions with uh, Mike Leach. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, the first time I met uh, Mike, he was the uh, offensive coordinator with Hal Mummy at Kentucky with uh, Tim Couch in 1997, 98, I believe, with the two years I was yeah. doing. Yeah. Matter of fact, I did, the, I did the great game that Peyton Manning <laughs> and Tim Couch had against each other, Peyton's next to last game. I did that one, and then in, uh, I did uh, Peyton's last game at, in Knoxville the next day, the next week against Vanderbilt. It was really wild because in Kentucky, uh, Peyton had to literally outscore Couch because, you know, Kentucky's offense was just wild. I mean, wild, what, what they could score. And um, the next week, I think it only took like – they only scored like 14 points to beat Vanderbilt because Woody Woodnapper had a great – defense the next week uh, and and Tennessee uh, was fortunate to win but you know the, the the thing about Mike Leach and and knowing him that far back and then watching him go through what he went through as a head coach at Texas Tech and the travails uh, after that he was out of coaching many thought it might be coaching exile for a while because he had sued uh, Texas Tech over a brouhaha that uh, it came about, uh, and it was written about in the book uh, "Swing the Sword" by Bruce Feldman. Yeah, with Craig James. Yeah. Oh, the Craig James His thing. Son, yeah. yeah. And he was out doing radio for Sirius XM out uh, in Key West, and it was his personality was such. He just knew at some point a guy, an athletic director, was going to take another shot on it, shot at him, and uh, Bill Moose at Washington State did. And he turned the Washington State program around so quickly, uh, you know, made it an 11-win team, became national coach of the year. <clears throat> and um, and then ultimately, I was really happy to see him get an SEC job, you know, to get to Mississippi State uh, these last three years. I, I think it's a shame that we lost him this soon. I think there are so, so many more things that he could have probably accomplished in the time he had left. Uh, at Mississippi State, uh, 61 is way, way too, too young uh, to pass. That's five years of my junior. I'll be 67 in February, and I. Uh, so I think our mortality. I think it affects us all in different ways as we get older. But but the thing I will say about Mike that that sets him apart, and why you're seeing the reaction you're seeing from everyone today, 
is that he was his he was a, an original. He was authentic. Uh, you know that we throw that word out a lot. You know authenticity, and, and you, you very often wonder in coaching how many how many guys are there that are that authentic. And Mike truly, truly was that authentic. And that little blurb that you ran that uh, he had with the sideline reporter, Alyssa Lang, after a game in the SEC Network, uh, he listened to what other people said. You know, he wasn't like he was just, uh, you know, most coaches would be, okay, what do you got? Okay, I'm not right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, with him, if the young lady's taking time to talk to him, he's actually going to listen to her. And and he says, you know, I I go to this place, uh, the dollar store, to pick that up. And then he reminded her, yeah, by the way, I do go to the dollar store, you know. <laughs> and that and that and that made him so um, uh, so uh, beloved by 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 fans everywhere where he where he coached. I mean, I I've spent a lot of time in places like Lubbock, Texas, Pullman, Washington, and Starkville, Mississippi. Uh, And and those three schools are very, very difficult places to win. And he won big at those places. And not many coaches. That's why, uh, Mike, you'll appreciate this as someone that has followed football coaching for many, many years. You'll appreciate my point. I will never anoint. I may say that Nick Saban is the most is is was is without question the greatest of all time at winning championships in college football. Uh, but but to say someone is is the greatest when you don't know how he would do someplace else. Yep. See that makes it different to me. Yep. When you look at a guy like Mike Leach that coached at those three places, where at every stop. They he was taking programs on that really did not have the the infrastructure or the history or the tradition, the blue blood alumni base, uh, and yet turn it around and win as quickly as he could. I'm not sure that you know the think about the greatest of all time. Okay, whether it was Bear Bryant or if it was uh, no no matter the generation, Joe Paterno, think Newt Rodney. <laughs> Newt Rockney, yeah. all of them. You guys think about that. I don't. If you had put them in places like Manhattan, Kansas, Lubbock, Texas, uh, Pullman, Washington, or Starkville, Mississippi, I'm not sure they would have won. Yeah, I, I you agree know, with not, you, Timmy. I agree with you, yeah. Tim. The courtesies thing. Um, we met up in the summer, and uh, first time we met, he didn't recognize me, but I opened my mouth and I started talking to someone else, <laughs> and he yeah. walked up to me and he was like. Detillier? I said, yes, sir. I said, how are you, coach? He said, I wouldn't have recognized you till you started talking. And he yeah. went on a 20-minute speech to me about Pete Jenkins. And he yeah. said, Mike, I'm going to tell you something. He said, man, I'm glad he's doing that camp down in your neck of the woods. And what he's got going there, five, six, seven hundred people there every year and he's I told him I said well how well you know Pete he said you want me to be honest I said yeah he says I've never met him (laughs) he said all these years and he said Mike he's the greatest defensive line coach ever in college football look all the places he's coached and you're what almost 50 all-americans all SEC players all this he said but I'll pass I've never really crossed that I've got a chance to talk to him and then he brings up he says, uh, you're doing that show with Bear, right? I said, yeah. 
He's, I tell him, y'all have one thing in common. Uh, he's like, what's that? I said, y'all both love pirates. He said, well, where do you exactly live? So I explained to him, and he said, how far is that from Homer, Louisiana? I said, oh, not very far, about 15 minutes. He said, how, how many times have you been to South Down Plantation? I said, oh, for different functions here and that, probably at least two, maybe three dozen times. He said, you know who used to own it? I said, yeah, Jim Bowie. I said, the track of land that I am on today and where I grew up earlier in life, Jim Bowie had it. He had the Bowie knife. And and he <laughs> traded it off for land in San Antonio. He said, well, the Mexicans yeah. didn't like that too well. I was like, no, I, I get it. But he knew as much about South Down as I did. And yeah. that was amazing to me how much he knew about Jim Bowie and South Down Plantation in that area. But he flipped the script on me. He started interviewing me about it. Well, he and he had a great well. He and and you know what, Tim? Like, like here we are in Louisiana. You know, you look at like uh, I'm I'm like an amateur in pirates compared to him. Like I have thirty some books. He had over a hundred plus. And he yeah. would, and, and he probably, even though we're from this area in New Orleans, he knows more about Jean Lafitte than all of us combined. <laughs> you know, when, when you think yeah, about everything uh, you get his hands uh, on. The, 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 from a historical standpoint and, and everything uh, that he looked at. But, uh, Tim, what I look at, and I look who's innovative uh, with offenses. You look Hal Mummy, and then you look at Mike Leach. And, and I kind of look at it, and I, I feel fortunate I was even part of this because I think you could still see in the NFL – See, the pure air raid is not going to work in the NFL. The NFL defenses are too good. Uh, you know, it's a cat and mouse game. But they'll steal plays. Very similar to the run and shoot. You know, I look like Miles Davis and June Jones. I can remember, mm-hmm. uh, you know, learning to run and shoot. Like I said, man, I, I, you know, I'd learn like a handful of different offenses. That's why I'm still freaked out over Baker Mayfield, that performance he had in 48 <laughs> hours. Unreal. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's like learning a new language. I mean, better be lucky than good, whatever. But he's just winging it and going out there. But the point being is that when you look at like, if you all of a sudden you come out of nowhere and the NFL, you know, they're stealing plays from you because of the concepts. And uh, that's why I think the Cardinals, uh, Kingsbury, they, they're too pure sometimes. I don't know if it'll work, even though you, you got a uh, collar, you know, uh, look at their quarterback. Now he's hurt. He's out. Yeah. B- but when you look at the concepts, you see each team, this, oh, well, let, let, let's steal a little bit of this or that. That's what I really appreciate with great offensive minds, like a Mike Leach, Hal Mummy, and all that, June Jones, is that even though it might be two or three decades later, you still see teams utilizing the same concepts. Yeah, and and I think because of Mike's um, incredible character and disarming personality, I think a lot of times uh, in in today's day of remembrance, we we mischaracterize really how brilliant, yeah, you know, football mind he really really was. Right. And for him, it was all about creating space through the passing game. And I'll, I'll never forget this. I was still a a pretty hung man. Let's see, in '96. 97, I was uh, 41 years old. So this is some time back. This is almost a quarter century ago. And and I go to their practice, and it's he and Mummy together with Couch. <laughs> and and it was an hour. Practice lasted an hour. All right? That was it. And it was the fastest practice I'd ever seen in my life. Sorry, I mean, I fast. I've never seen more done, more accomplished in a less amount of time than those guys had. And then when it was over, we went back into the uh, 
uh, into the locker area and where we could meet with the coaches. And Dave Rowe, old Radio Rowe, was with me. We were doing those SEC games on Jefferson Pilot at the time. And I, and I said, man, that was quick. So do you really only go? Dave was like, is that is that as long as you go? He says, yeah, yeah, that's the players. We don't need to. We want them to be well-rested, ready to go, and fast and furious, and that's what we do tomorrow. And, yeah, and he says, well, what do we do? What are you going to do next? He says, well, we're going we're gonna to go have a drink. You guys want to join us? <laughs> it was like, and, and then we just started uh, sharing conversation about all different kinds of things. And, and uh, uh, Hal left a little bit before, um, before Mike did. And, and Mike liked a cocktail. He enjoyed having a drink. And his, his conversations and diatribes and his knowledge, his vast knowledge, of um, not just you guys were talking about pirates, but his knowledge of just about anything that you want to distinguish, you know, history, geography, it was all there. That Tim, was, he wrote a book about Geronimo. Yeah, he, I mean, he did. And, and, and when you think about the, the, the book on Geronimo, that just kind of took over his life for a yeah. period of time. Right. Bob he helped him with that. And you couldn't talk to him for more than back about – 2013 or 14 when he had gotten to uh, Washington state without him wanting to talk to you about that. And I'll never forget. He was at a party, a huge party in uh, Pullman sort of introducing him to the university and someone asking about uh, the place that he really enjoyed spending the most time. And could he describe uh, his own version of Nirvana? just in terms of where he liked to spend time. And he began describing, you'll probably find it or hear it somewhere in the next um, you know, day or two, all these things that are on social media now. He was describing going to the Floribama to get a book, a bushwhacker, yeah, sure which by the way, <laughs> uh, Nirvana for me has been for a very long time. First it was Fort Walton Destin, then it became uh, Orange Beach. And without question, Joe Gilcrease's uh, place, God rest his soul. I bet he and uh, Mike are having a bushwhacker right about now <laughs> up in heaven. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, because because I I I bought Mike a bushwhacker once while we were, we were vacationing, and I ran into him by chance. And uh, Dana Holgerson to this day will spend uh, uh, a lot of his vacation time uh, uh, there. You know, talking about the how the pure uh, the pure beach and the water and, and how great it was. But he. He bought that place that he had um, in Key West because he felt like growing up where he did in Wyoming, I'll never forget having that conversation. He said, you know, I always wanted to see what was the end of the continental United States. And to him, the end of the continental United States had to be Key West. Right. You know, and so the history of all that, and I'm telling you, guys, he had a love of New Orleans, and you know, our state and surrounding area. I mean, he really did. Uh, but he was at home no matter where he was, is kind of the point. Tim, and uh, I did countless interviews with him while he'd be walking in Pullman, Washington. And he went, one time he said to me, Tim, whenever you come here to do one of my games, you got to walk through the campus, which I did uh, the last time I did a game. And that was when Gardner Minshew lit up Oregon with uh, Herbert at quarterback for the Ducks in a game where uh, – College game day came that particular day to for the very first time to Pullman. It was a very big deal for that school, and and that was an eleven win team that he had there at uh, at Wazoo that year. He was national coach of the year. 
Tim Brando, Fox Sports commentator. Thank you so much, Tim. Tim, thank Thank you, man. Thank you, Timmy. Hi, this is Sports Talk here on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.